What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have some developments worth discussing. Let's jump right into it. I would say the biggest thing I want to talk about today is that the Rays have reportedly made an extension offer, a record extension offer to Wander Franco. So a news outlet in the Dominican Republic is reporting that the Tampa Bay Rays have offered a contract to Wander Franco. The exact terms aren't known yet, but they're saying it's at least 10 years and somewhere between 150 to $200 million. So Wander Franco has less than a year of service time. The current record for a player with less than a year of Major League service time was Ronald Acuna Jr.'s eight-year $100 million contract, which obviously was quite an underpay. Not even in retrospect. At the time, everyone knew it was underpay. Tampa Bay is known for being a team that regularly shows a lot of interest in early career extension. Extensions, I mean, they, they kind of have to do that to retain their homegrown stars because they have a lot of payroll restrictions. I mean, they're self-imposed payroll restrictions, but if they want to secure a guy at a, at a, at a low price, you have to do it early. That's, that's basically it. They did it with Brandon Lau. Evan Longoria, Matt Moore, Chris Archer, all these guys. They all signed team-friendly extensions while they were under one year of service time. But if the reports here are accurate, that they're offering 10 years between 150 and 200, I mean, that would that would be by far the most the Rays have ever done. I mean, Longoria's second extension was six years, 100. That's the current franchise record for Tampa Bay but I mean Wander Franco is a different breed I mean it's very easy to see why Tampa Bay is extremely bullish on his on his long-term outlook I mean he's the consensus number one prospect in all of baseball or at least he was for two years prior to his debut he burst onto the scene at age 20 and, and he looked really good he looked really good I mean, even though he was 20 years old, this guy looked like he belonged almost immediately. I mean, I, I've said it many times that, I mean, he's the next, you know, Vlad Jr. I mean, and Vlad Jr. is still young. I mean, he's only a couple years younger, maybe two, three years younger than Vlad. But the way Vlad burst onto the scene and, and was an MVP candidate this year, that's what we're going to see from Wander Franco in another two years, probably. I mean, he's that close. He's he's that good. I can see him being in the MVP conversation in Literally just two years, maybe three. Um, so yeah, I mean, some someone who got on base forty three consecutive games. You know, we saw him do that this summer. And he ended up finishing third in the AL Rookie of the Year voting, despite only appearing in seventy games. So the Rays waited until June to call him up. So that basically ensured he would, you know, they would get an extra year of. Of, uh, of control with his contract. So, I mean, at least as things currently stand, things could change this winter due to uh, CBA negotiations, but as things currently stand, they were able to get an extra year out of him. So he wouldn't be arbitration eligible until after the 2024 season. If he had been in the opening day roster, for example, he you know, it would have been after the 2023 season. And then a free agent... He currently is going to be a free agent after 2027, 
That's the way it would have been. It would have been a year earlier had he been on the opening day roster, for example. But if they extend him now for, a let's say, a 10-year deal, that's going to buy out all his arbitration. And it's going to lock in at least four would-be free agent years. So that's, that's awesome. That's awesome for him. Honestly, if this if this contract is, let's say, $200 million, Wander Franco ought to take it. He ought to take it. If it's 10 years, 200, you know, 20 million a year. Because you have to look at it. Look at his age. He's 20 years old. Okay. He, he's, tw- he's 20. And if you sign a 10-year deal now, I mean, you're going to be 30 when you're at the end of that deal. And you can get another one. So you're looking at career earnings that could really get up there. Really, really get up there. So I think Juan Franco is is in good hands. He's gonna he's gonna make a lot of money, but this is definitely a huge commitment. I mean, it's still a team friendly deal, actually, because I mean, if if he's as good as if he's gonna be as good as everyone thinks he is, I mean, that's that's still a bargain for Juan Franco. But for him, it gives him a lot of security for you know for the first ten years of his career, which which would be obviously the majority of his career, most likely. But that's still a lot of money. So there's that. In other news, so some news came out of New York yesterday saying the Yankees have designated Clint Frazier for assignment. They've designated Clint Frazier, Rugnet Odor, and Tyler Wade. So Frazier, you know, if it finally comes to an end, I mean, even as recently as last year, 2020, he was in the middle of the order. I mean, he was he hit really well for them. I mean, it was a small sample size, 160 plate appearances, but he hit 267 with 394 on base, 511 slugging. And that was a kind of offensive upside a lot of people had been waiting to see from, from the former first, sorry, former number five overall pick. I mean, he's pretty limited defensively and he has some swing and miss concerns, but he has a blend of raw power and plate discipline. But then 2021 came, which was quite a disaster. I mean, didn't hit. And then he didn't play past the end of June because he had some some symptoms of vertigo, some dizziness or something like that. And it's certainly not how he or the team envisioned his Yankee days coming to an end. But, you know, yeah, no, that's that's the case. So, I mean, he's probably played his last last game as New York Yankee. He'll catch on somewhere else. As for Rugnet Odor and Tyler Wade, I mean, these guys have been around, have been around for some time. Actually, no, Wade is actually younger than Cliff Frazier. Frazier, my my bad. He's twenty six. Odor, we all know he's been around for for a minute. I mean, he's twenty seven as well. So all these guys are around the same age, but they've been around for some time. Um, Odor has power from the left side. Now that's what he does. I mean, he just doesn't get on base very much, but he can run into some balls. He had some pretty timely hits for the Yankees and. And he, and he was good at stretches, but overall his production is what it is. He he is a player that that the Rangers cut. He's he's the exact same kind of guy. He has a lot of swing and miss. Doesn't get on base much, but he has power. So he's actually guaranteed twelve million dollars next season, which is the final year of his contract. And the Rangers remain on the hook for basically all of that. So any team that acquires him would only owe him the league minimum salary. So it's definitely possible, you know, some team just, you know, takes a takes a fly on Rugnet Odor since they, it's not going to cost them very much to do so. 
Speaking of the Rangers, speaking of the Rangers, they have extended their manager, Chris Woodward, through the 2023 season. I know that's not really something people necessarily uh, care too much about, but I mean, I'm just mentioning it because although they didn't really make an effort to contend in 2021, it looks like 2022 is going to carry more of a win-now mindset. They're, they're kind of coming out of that, you know, coming out of the doldrums because you saw a lot of strides from certain players, Adolis Garcia, for example, Dane Dunning, Isaiah Kainafalefa, Joe Barlow. Guys like that showed a lot of promise, and pitchers and position players alike. So they have basically a clean slate this offseason to – to work with don't be surprised if they try to go and sign a, a big free agent or if they do that and if they succeed in doing so i mean then obviously they have key prospects rising through the system like right-hander jack Leiter, who was just drafted third baseman josh jung so by 20 maybe not 2022 you know you could see 2022 being a bridge season but 2023 you, you could definitely see the rangers having a competitive club i mean it's similar i think they're about one year behind the detroit tigers so the Detroit Tigers right now are perhaps what we could be saying of the Texas Rangers 12 months from now. Perhaps. I just thought I would mention that because they're, they're trending. They're trending up because they've had some development. They have some prospects on the way. They have money to spend. So all the ingredients are coming together. So that's that from Arlington. A trade to report. So the Phillies announced on Friday they have a cat they've acquired catcher Garrett Stubbs from the Houston Astros in exchange for a minor league outfielder Logan Cerny. So he's actually the second backup catcher the Phillies acquired on Friday. They also added a minor leaguer, Donnie Sands, in a trade with the Yankees. Uh Garrett Stubbs is 28. He was I mean he spent parts of three seasons in the majors with the Astros. Didn't really hit a whole lot, but he was a backup catcher. I mean, obviously, that's the case. That's what he's going to do in Philly as well. Obviously, they have JT Ramuto. But I thought I would mention that because that clears clears the way for, you know, more definitive options in Houston. I mean, they've leaned heavily on Martin Maldonado and Jason Castro, especially this past year. They'll probably do something like that moving forward. So that's where things stand with that. But that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.